Hello and welcome to the Outside and Active podcast. My name is Dom and I'll be playing host to conversations tailored for those who love the outdoors. Thank you for joining me on this adventure where I speak to a whole host of interesting guests with inspiring stories. For our next stop on this adventure, we are joined by Mia Brooks. And even though she's only 15, Mia is one of the hottest prospects in the UK snow industry and has a sight set on the Winter Olympics in 2026. Mia has actually been snowboarding since 18 months old. Not years old, 18 months old. And she was traveling around Europe in the family motorhome practicing her skill. In 10 years old, she was picked up by GB Snow Sports and in that same year was selected for the development squad in the GB team. Even if you're not massively knowledgeable or interested in snowboarding, Mia comes across so experienced and so mature for her age and have a really, really fun, laughable conversation where we have some fast-paced questions about snowboarding, not about snowboarding, but also ask her what it's like being that age and being in a kind of different sort of path than the average 15-year-old. So definitely recommend listening to this episode. A massive thank you to the two sponsors of this episode, Lifetidy and Man Broadbent. Meet Lifetidy. It's a safe, secure and stress-free organisation app designed to assist you with all your life admin and give you financial oversight. From tracking monthly expenses to reminding you of important expiry dates, renewals, Lifetidy gives you back your time and takes away the stress from your daily lives. We're really excited to announce our partnership with Lifetidy and we want to support you as a whole given the rise of cost of living and the fact we're spending on average three hours a week just thinking about our life admin and that's without actually doing it. We wanted to provide you with a platform to support your financial and mental fitness so you can focus more on your physical fitness. At Outside and Active, we have got you this amazing offer to download the Lifetidy app today and stay focused on what's important, all at an exclusive discount of $19.99 for a year's subscription using code FINANCIALLYFIT1122. And you can do that by signing up now at lifetidy.com. And secondly, Man Broadbent Insurance Brokers have over 60 years of experience in providing insurance to the sports, dance and leisure sectors with a trusted professional team that provides a personal service. They are experts in winter sports travel insurance, so get a quote today by visiting their website at manbroadbent.co.uk forward slash sports hyphen travel hyphen insurance. If you have a ski or snow holiday coming up soon, then this is perfect for you. So after you've listened to this episode, go and check them out. That's it for the intro this week. Without further ado, let's get into this episode of the podcast. It would help if I record first. Can you do another clap? <laughs> <laughs> that was so... <laughs> <laughs> the clap's always the best bit and it will never get old to me because I'm a child. <laughs> Mia, hello, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm at the National Snow Show. You're at the National Snow Show. I am. You've been on stage at the National Snow Show. <laughs> Doing all sorts of crazy things. We were talking just before we started recording. Uh, You were on with Tim Woodward and Mm. Billy Morgan and a few others. Shemi, what were you doing? Just this most random game show (laughs) anyone has ever done in their life, yeah. It was funny. Like, I think going into it, no one had a clue what was going to happen. Like, Tim was like, oh, yeah, it'll just be some questions and some games. And we were just like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> just go with this we'll go with the flow. so yeah but yeah it's fun is it quite cool being able to connect up with people from the industry you know all yeah. in one place it's quite cool yeah I think it's nice coming here and like knowing who everyone is and like even like knowing them as close friends it's really nice 
Amazing. So thank you for coming on the podcast. The thing that we're going to start with is I'm going to give you a piece of advice, but it's not from me. It's from someone that's been on the on the on the podcast before yep. offering you a piece of advice. Don't know who it's going to be to. So it's it's open ended, but it's from Jamie Barrow, who is the, the world's fastest snowboarder, 211 kilometers per hour being pulled by a car. Sounds crazy <laughs> to me, but he loves uh-huh. it. So each to their own. Uh, but his piece of advice is to find something you really enjoy doing. And if you enjoy doing it, you're going to stick at it. And if you stick at it, then you'll get better at it. Yeah. And I feel like that, I mean, is That's great good. advice for you. And is what you've be, basically been doing since you were, what, just like, uh, yeah. under two years old. Yeah, just under two. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy. I saw that, uh, I read that you were on a snowboard at 18 months old. Yeah, snowboard at 18 months old, yeah. Everyone's like, what was it like? Like, I... Can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> like, it's like, what were you doing when you were two? Like, you wouldn't remember. No. But it's like, I don't remember. Probably not snowboarding. But yeah. is it what, what Fred's family say about when you were, you know, when they put you on a snowboard and you know, yeah. how did they say, oh, it was like natural? I think, I'm not really sure. I, I guess my mum and dad grew up snowboarding. Um, they just, yeah, I guess went through them to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, snowboarding, skiing, family. Was that from holidays or is it, I mean, where did you grow up in the north? So um, I grew up like just south Manchester. So no mountains, no. <laughs> like nowhere anywhere in the UK. So yeah, it was, I did go to France and Switzerland and places like that. But I think it was, it was nice to come back home and also have like the more like European side of like my life. Um, so yeah, I grew up like almost in two places, but. Were you traveling around when you were competing? Yeah. How did you, when, at what point did you, or you probably kind of realize that actually this thing is quite serious and you're quite good at it? Yeah, I think mainly when I was like seven or eight, I, that's when I first started to do freestyle, maybe a little bit younger. Um, yeah, just like obviously how every beginner starts really. And then I think just riding in the park and then they obviously realized, oh, like this is the journey she could take. And I think as well at that time, like obviously... I was seven, but I feel like they were like, she's old enough to realise like that she could be good enough, you know what I mean? So I think it's it's nice to have faith from loads of different people. Especially. Yeah, it's nice. And lots of support as well if you're travelling around yeah. as well. Is it in a, in a camper van just around yeah, Europe? Yeah, camper van. But now, cool. now it's started to be more apartments and stuff because of all the travelling. Like we can't really drive around no. the no, although that is probably quite fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> so just to explain to people, a lot of people know what you do, but just obviously snowboarding, but yeah. what is your specific discipline and what are you good at? So I mainly do slope style and big air, but like mainly I would side, if I had an option, I'd side to slope style. Um, yeah, I've been doing it for about pretty much half my life, really. Um, yeah, I just enjoy it so much and that's, yeah. So. And, and how do you describe to someone that didn't really know, big air and slope style. So slope style has like jumps and like the rail features, whereas big air is just one jump. Like I think it's best of three runs. So, yeah. cool. I mean, when I was fifteen, I was uh, scared to go on roller coasters and scared <laughs> to go down water slides. Really? You are at the top of something that's quite tall and quite scary. Do you just have no fear? I mean, someone asked me this before in my interview on the stage, but I feel like sometimes I do, but it's like you have to channel it almost and like just think about it for a minute and then just breathe and go. Like there's 
no like thinking about anything like you've just got to switch your mindset on and yeah yeah and have you been uh quite lucky with crashes i mean every every yeah. snowboarder skier has some yeah. sort of but uh touch wood yeah touch crush. wood i have had one um last year i was riding into a jump i landed a cab 10 rode into a jump and didn't feel like i had enough speed because it was spring so it was really slow and slushy um riding into a jump caught my edge and just like face planted on like on the actual takeoff of the jump and like slid um but my dad was watching like the whole thing and he thought that'd be fine because it looked because he was on the knuckle above it looked like I'd gone like that mm. but I hadn't I'd just like straight to my face um heli lifted <laughs> like, oh really yeah really it was pretty big um what had you done just like concussion but it was yeah. like quite a big big scale of concussion like I think I was out for at least half an hour, 45 minutes, so... Was that a competition or...? Uh, just training. Just training. Um, it was, like, last day of the season, I think, yeah, last day. Uh, I had, like, one more comp after that, but it wasn't, like, an important big comp. Um, so I was quite lucky of when I timed it, but haven't really had too many injuries, so touch wood. <laughs> touch wood, yeah, yeah, no, of course. Um, where, 15 years old, when you're competing, are you competing... Like are there junior sections? Are you also in just the main sections as well? Is it a bit of both? Yeah, uh, yeah that's like a bit of both. Like sometimes I'll do, so for instance, I'll do junior world championships uh, earlier this year, which was, it's up to 18-year-olds. So, I mean, it's still quite a r- wide uh, mm. range of ages, but um, Europa Cups and World Cups, they're like, Europa, Europa Cups are like pretty much the same standard now as World Cups. Maybe World Cups are a little bit more intense with all the riders like all the pro riders but yeah pretty much like world standard i mean your 20 2022 has been amazing so far just to give people listening an idea in context of, of how good it's been first place at the red bull rail yard, rail yard. Yep. first place big air and second slope style at the junior world champs first at vans plaza eight europa cup wins and overall women's champion at the world rookie tour finals yeah you hear all of that back and it's like wow are you, you thinking I like yeah, I've trained hard for this. Like I, I feel good. Or yeah. is that like okay, that's this step. Now yeah. I'm ready for the next. I feel like, like what my mindset is is I just take every day as it goes. Really, like obviously I'll, I'll have like a plan of where I'm going to go next. But I just like if I win a competition, I just think right, that's that's done. I've won. Like this might, or if I come second, this this is what I need to improve on. You know, like just really thinking about everything that's going on and then moving it into the next thing. I mean, you're the youngest person that we've had on here, but you speak and your mindset and even like listening to you on stage as well, it's very switched on. Obviously you're traveling a lot. Like yeah. there's, there's, you're surrounded by other people and peers that, that like the similar thing as you, but is it difficult sometimes go, well, I'm 15 or I'm having a different life to a lot of other people my age um, or is it like actually this is a really cool opportunity? I think some of me is like, oh, I'm missing out on all that like 15, 16 year old like <laughs> going to sleepovers and hanging out with your mates. Like, but then I look at it and I'm like, well, would I want to go to sleepovers or would I want to send it off big jumps? Like, love that. I mean, it's just like the odds are like <laughs> can't even compare it. When you put it that way, yeah. When, yeah, when you put it that way, it's like obviously I want to be doing this journey but when I'm snowboarding it's just like I said in an interview like a few weeks back like wherever I go snowboarding is literally just my home like I don't obviously I live here but snowboarding like my snowboard is literally like where 
my life is basically. Was it always snowboarding over skiing? Oh yeah. Well, I didn't really have any choice. Like my mum, <laughs> my mum, my uncle, and um, my dad. Like my uncle skis and my dad snowboards. So my dad's always been like, I'm just gonna be a snowboarder. Yeah, you and I'm no so glad now. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, it's worked out well. Yeah. I mean, you, you're only young, but you've had like 13 years' experience, effectively, of doing it. But and you've achieved so much already. Yeah. But. How high are your aims? How high are your aspirations for yourself? But then on the flip side of that, are you quite good at managing the pressure that you put on yourself? Is there pressure? I would say there is quite a lot of pressure, but when I'm snowboarding, I just, it's like freeing, if you know what I mean? Like when I'm snowboarding, like all my worries just go and I'm just in the mindset then. But yeah, there's there's quite a lot of pressure because obviously if you're if you've learned a new trick then you've got to be looking behind you but also looking in ahead of you like you've got to be like oh that's what I need to do next or oh she's got that that trick that I've just landed or so there's quite a lot of competition but it's friendly if you know what I mean so it's quite like the whole girls and even the male like snowboarding environment like all of it is just so nice and friendly. Katie Omar has been on the podcast and she said exactly the same thing she said it's just such a cool like everyone really gets on. Everyone's competitive, but yep. with themselves, and they want to do the best for themselves. Yep. Not necessarily, you know, but they want to see other people succeed yep. as well. And she was also talking about the progression in the industry of young girls coming up and having an opportunity for, you know, equal competition prizes. The fact that there's actually competitions out there and they're put yep. on the level, and then you are the person that's, you know, you're ten years behind her. You are part of that next generation of yep. people that are coming through. Do you notice that it's that it's getting better slash on a good point at the moment? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, looking at snowboarding. Like, snowboarding 20 years ago was, like, obviously I wasn't alive. Before then, you were born, yeah. But, <laughs> like, like, when, like, Jenny was around, for example, like, 10, 10 years ago, it was, like, obviously it was amazing for the time because there was all these girls, like, send, like absolutely sending it, like, all the boys but now, like, you can see from then till now, like, there is, like, the gap's almost closed. Like, it was it was pretty close then, but now it's, like, the boys sort of went ahead and now all the girls are catching up again. And it's, obviously, it's, like, scary. It's, like, whoa, like, that's the level that I need to be yeah. at. But it's also, like, so cool to think about that all the girls are, like, they're not backing off almost. They're, like, they're, like, we want we want to be up there. Like, we want to be like the boys, which I think is really cool. So people... You know, young young girls now will be seeing you as, or young people in general will be seeing you as a role model, which is weird. Yeah. You know, I can imagine as a fifteen year old, but <laughs> role model is like. What would your advice or a tip be for young people looking to get into snowboarding that they might think, oh, maybe I'm a bit out of place, or or yeah. am I actually like, is this for me? What would your tip be? I think I said it quite a lot out there. Like, I just think find the right group of people, like. Don't find people that that don't suit your like personality. Like find people that are the closest to your personality as you can, and just go and have fun with them. Like even if you don't really know them that well, just hang out with them and you'll get to know them. And it's like all my mates at Chill Factor. Like there's about four of us, and we all we've known each other since we were really small, and we've just got on so well. And like every time I go there, I look forward to going. I think that's like the main thing. If you want to progress, find people that you want to be around. Really simple question. How fun is it and how cool is it to be able to work with different sponsors and brands as like you're getting yeah. free stuff, you're getting yeah. to do awesome different trips and stuff like that. That must be quite cool, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like especially like the best thing is coming home and just like 
seeing all these boxes and you're, <laughs> like at the start of the season I'm just like it's like Christmas come early it's, it's just so much fun like ripping through them all like oh my god look at this new ball I got or look at these new bindings that's yeah. so cool and it was interesting I read that um you were too young to qualify for the Beijing Olympic Winter yeah. Olympics which has just happened so you're kind of focused now is on Milan in 2026 but before asking about that what what's the reason behind that because like you see the summer olympics like sky brown with the skateboarding she was what 12 13 yeah. is it just the rules from either within the winter olympics or within your discipline i think yeah it's, i think it's just the rules that um that like they just don't work the same and i think thinking about it like most of them skater girls that were in the in the Olympics, they're all like below my age, which is super weird to think about. That they're all like these little mini grums shredding it at the Olympics. <laughs> but I think as well because people have looked out and thought, oh, well, they can actually ride this. And I think maybe back in the day when they created this rule, like it was only like people who were like in their twenties that could ride these big courses. So I think they've just maintained that rule. But it would have been sick if they like changed it. So. Yeah, but it means you've got. Four years now, which yeah. I wish I can imagine you wish it was tomorrow, but yeah. four years to look forward to Milan, yeah. so you know, to qualify to get there. Yeah. Is that that's the aim? That is the aim. And then it'll be the aim to medal. Yeah. So do you let yourself think about that or is it all just about the next competition? I think at the moment, obviously it's like the end of the tunnel is the Olympic like the yeah. Olympic rings. Yeah. But I think obviously just taking it day by day for me. Um like really just thinking about what I need to improve on next. Um, but yeah, like the Olympics would be. That would be quite cool. Yeah. In, in in Milan as well. So in Europe, it's not having to travel. To, yeah. Even my to, science teacher emailed my mum. She was like, when Mia goes to the Olympics, I'm going to come and watch. And I was like, <laughs> so science teacher yeah. in the crowd with a side up. <laughs> yeah. That is quite cool. That is quite cool. But um, do you... What, what would you... Advice would you give to someone who's either snowboarding... Well, snowboarding that will help them with it is there something else that you can do aside from just the practice and the practice mm-hmm. but is there stretching gymnastics other things that will help yeah obviously it's like like on instagram you just see the snowboarding but it's almost like it's almost like a cake if you imagine it like on snowboarding's like the thin nice layer on yeah. the top and then but like all the way underneath the bits that you can't see are like going to the gym like three like twice three times a week like skating surfing like all them little base layers that build up to the finale if you like yeah jamie's advice going back to jamie's advice for you at the beginning of having fun and just listening to what you said there is obviously that's a lot like there's the expect your own expectation but i was i have to say there's probably expectation around you for the winter olympics in 2026 you like you said gym training travel do you how good are you at around all of those stresses just just going back to at, at the core of it all I love snowboarding like that's just what I want to do I yeah. love it are you quite good at that yeah I think like obviously like my happy pace, place is riding like all the rails in there so if ever I'm like I was in Australia in the summer um and I was riding the jumps and I just like I couldn't get my head into it like there was no speed and I was just like right there was like the best rail line down the side and I was like right I'm not going to hit the jumps at all today. I'm just going to go and reset my mind and go and ride the rails. And I think when I'm doing something in snowboarding that I really, really love, like like everything, all my worries go away and I'm just like riding now, like I love it. Like you're just thinking like, I love snowboarding so much. So leading on from that, two questions. But the first one, what is 
What is the best thing about snowboarding? Definitely either the style, like the clothing, or just like like when you're riding with your mates and like you do like like just a trick that's so random and everyone's there like screaming at you like that was so sick. Like you just like yeah, that's the best thing. What's the hardest part about it? Hardest part is definitely coming down and then like well for me it's like making myself stretch afterwards like sometimes and I'm like the worst for it I'll just come down and like just not do it like watch tv or something but I need to like if I want to be on this pathway I've got to tell myself I need to stretch or like I need to go to the gym and another hard part is definitely like doing because I'm in my final year of school so I've got to do my GCSE work so that's definitely another component that just adds to the yeah, and well, that's there. You're studying at the same time, so you're studying, you're competing, you're traveling, you're yeah. training. Do you get time to do any other sports activities, bits and pieces? Do you have any other hobby? Yeah, hobbies? so I do some skating. That's why yeah. if I look red, it's because I've just yeah. been skating out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do skating, surfing. I do a lot of like road cycling, but that's like just because it help, really helps get my legs strong for the winter yeah. season. Um, but yeah, I love just any board sports or anything like that. They're quite transferable, aren't they? Yeah, like surfing, it's the paddling bit's hard, but you can really practice like turning on the mountain when you're riding down. And even I don't know if you've seen Shemi's skateboard; she's got one of them surf skateboards. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. So cool. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah, well, I suppose you've got a good balance, so you can kind of get that. You can kind of take that to, to anything. Yeah. What's the coolest trip that you've been on? Coolest trip. Not really too sure. I think probably my Australian trip that I just came back from. I think just because it was so much different than anywhere I've ever been. Like you're just driving down the road and it's just like kangaroos everywhere. <laughs> it's just like it's just the way it's the maddest thing ever because they're just like all hopping around. And you're like there's so much to see, um, and just the whole like mountainscape is completely different mm. than the European scene because they're all just hills with like these gum trees all over them (laughs) so yeah that's probably the best and where's somewhere that you haven't been that you would love to go probably like Japan or China just because I love like that whole culture and like I'd love to go and just see like all the all the deep snow and yeah Yeah, Japanese um I didn't realize how how big it was over there skiing and snowboarding but it's a whole different met a few people this weekend that said oh yeah Japan would be amazing yeah. to go to yeah I think one of my friends is going to Japan uh, over winter I'm so jealous I'm just like <laughs> really like even if it was just for like a day or like I could just flick myself there and I was like yeah what's so different about it just think like whenever I was in primary school I'd be looking through all like the geography books or something I'd see like Japan and China and all like the houses and yeah. just so much like different and like other cultures deep, so, yeah, yeah. So I think I think it would be like going to Australia again, but just like I just love seeing the world and seeing different things. Definitely, I've got some quick fire questions for you. Yeah, some of which, well, most of which are about snowboarding. Yeah. Uh, a couple of which aren't, which I've just randomly thrown in there. So it's a kind of slight change attack. But um, what's your favorite outfit to wear on the slopes? Favorite outfit, probably. Everyone will probably be thinking my massive green <laughs> green outfit. But my, definitely my most recent favourite outfit is I've got like these khaki green trousers and my Metallica t-shirt. So, That's yeah. cool. There's, walking around the show, there are so I like so many different styles, like the colour. Yeah. It's all about style, isn't it? Yeah, it's just yeah. like adding to that mm-hmm. whole 
culture of the of the industry it's so cool how many boards do you have oh probably only one at the moment i've got two of like the same one but i'm only riding that one for now um but in the past i've had up to like six boards at a time do you kind of do they feel different are you kind of like oh that one i know that like feel confident in that one even yeah, though they yeah. might be slightly different yeah like people from the outside looking in that maybe don't snowboard like they're like oh it's just a snowboard like what can be so different but it's crazy to think about all the like all the little flexes that go like that and the bases and the edges and like camber and it's just like there's so many different components just to put into like a plank of wood well we so. we, we had um uh, holly bradshaw who's an olympian pole vaulting yeah, yeah. Vaulting? pole vaulter on here and i had no idea that i just thought they had one yeah. Vault. They have like 20, 30. Really? And they don't break down, obviously, because otherwise it would not really make sense. So they have to carry them and travel with them all in like massive bags that are have many foot long. And I was like, that I had no idea that was a thing. And that just reminded me of it of That's like the crazy. little quirks. But they have slightly different ones depending on weight or how high you want to jump or yeah. various things. And it reminded me of that. That's quite funny. Um so you kind of led, said said there, and it might be the same answer, but if you could snap your fingers and go to anywhere in the world for a week, where would you go? Definitely Japan, like I just Japan. said. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I think either Japan or somewhere in America, but I don't know where, probably like New York or something. Ooh, cool. Very nice, very nice. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Definitely. Oh, like 100%. Whenever I go to any restaurant, I'm like, can I have a ham and pineapple pizza? I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, I'm glad that you said like that. I agree. Thing. What is your favourite post-competition or post-ride or whatever snack or meal? Weetabix. Oh, nice. Yeah, but like I eat Weetabix every day. Like that's my meal for my breakfast. Like like milk in a bowl, put it in the microwave. Oh, you're a microwave person. I'm a microwave person. You put it in the microwave for until it's just like just warm enough. Weetabix. Perfect. Yeah. Is there anything that you really don't like? Is there anything that you don't that you have to you know as part of whatever training that you have to eat or drink that you're like? There's oh. not like there's not really like a like a thing that you need to follow. Really, yeah. there's nothing. It's whatever like, you want to eat, I guess. Yeah. Like yes. when we're on the road, it's just like McDonald's because it's the only thing that's like <laughs> right down the motorway. That it's is like, perfect it's training. Like we're just driving down the road. Oh, Burger, yeah, Burger King, fine again. Oh, and you're traveling a lot as well, so it just happens to be that <laughs> big air or slope style. Slope style. Why? Just because. I just love riding the rails. Yeah. Yeah. And I think thing. that's where I can get more points on the rails. <laughs> and this is an obvious answer for you, but is snowboarding better than skiing? If so, then why? Definitely. Why? Because when I tried skiing, I always broke my leg. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll do it. And your dad's a snowboarder as well, yeah, so that's, that's why. And what's your favourite thing to do that isn't snowboarding? Favourite thing? Oh, playing my guitar. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Like, if I can't go away with my guitar, I'm really sad. Yeah. Like that. So if you had to ask a question or ask a question to yourself in 10 years' time, if you were sitting here and you're still snowboarding, what would your question be to yourself? I don't actually know. Like, that's a hard one. No, I know, because usually people say, we've asked the question before, like 10 years behind you know asking asking yourself 10 years ago what you know or give yourself a piece of advice but asking yourself a question in the future is like what metallica song would you listen to right now that's that's what i would ask 
I like that. That's yeah. a good answer. I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that the favourite band? I love Metallica. Like Iron Maiden or Metallica. Do you listen to music when you're when you're riding? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I can ride without music, but that day will not be a good day. <laughs> like it would not be a good day for me if I didn't have music. But yeah, music is just like it's like something that I can like there's something when music's playing I can just like channel it into my snowboarding. And it's weird because if I've got like chilled music out, it like affects my snowboarding. If I've got like Metallica or if I've got like, I don't know, Pink Floyd or something, it just like my riding switches. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, yeah. So what's what's next for you in twenty twenty two and then going into twenty twenty three? Competitions, yeah. more training, more of the same. Yeah, World Cup season. Yeah. Um yeah, hopefully I can get another World Cup next year at the end of the season. Um and then hopefully the nines again. But still waiting for an invite. But fingers crossed because I really enjoyed it last year. Exciting. Well, yeah. I mean, it's amazing what you've achieved so far, and there's, there's it's it's going to be exciting to see how you get on in the future. The only thing that's left for you is I gave you a piece of advice at the beginning from Jamie. So yeah. now it's your chance to offer a piece of wisdom from Mia <laughs> to someone that will be coming on the podcast soon. Ooh, I guess just keep calm and breathe. And enjoy every minute of what you're doing. I love that. That's a great point to end on. Mia, thank you so much. Thank you. And that conversation with Mia was actually the final episode in season six of the Outside and Active podcast. It's been about a year and we do have a special coming up soon, but about a year since this podcast began. And I just wanted to say a, a massive thank you to everyone who's been listening to this season, to this episode, or to the entire array of episodes that we've had in the past year or so. So look out for that special episode in the new year. But we will be back next week. Yes, next week for another episode of the Outside and Active podcast as we kick off season seven. So please come along with us on that ride. If you know someone, a friend, a family member, Uh, even a a parent or or a sibling who would enjoy this just as much as you then make sure to forward it on to them let's grow this community and and uh, love the outdoors together and listen to some amazing guests that we have had on go and listen to the full back catalogue now on the website and look ahead to the podcast guests that we've coming up very soon i'm really looking forward to putting these episodes out we've we've recorded about half of the next season and some good episodes and some good conversations so make sure to subscribe and leave a review as well if you're on apple or spotify and thank you again to the two episode sponsors of this podcast life tidy and man broadbent don't forget if you're going on a ski trip or a snowboarding trip very soon man broadbent are there to support you you can check them out at manbroadbent.co.uk forward slash sports hyphen travel hyphen insurance and life tidy they want to provide you with a platform to support your financial and mental fitness so you can focus more on your physical fitness so check them out for an exclusive discount at lifetidy.com and use code financiallyfit1122 to get that discount i will be back next week for the first episode of season seven but until that time enjoy the outdoors <laughs>